Section 1 of the Watergate Report, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Final Report of the Senate Select Committee on Presidential Campaign Activities, Volume 3. Chapter 6. The 1972 Presidential Campaign of Senator Hubert H. Humphrey, Part 1. Financial Elements preface the select committee was charged with the responsibility to investigate inter alia the burglary of the democratic national committee specific mention was made of this in senate resolution sixty and it is common knowledge that the burglary on june seventeenth nineteen seventy two and events which ensued from it were the precipitant for the creation of the committee these matters for many months were the centre of the focus of the staff's energies the broader mandate of the committee was set forth in the very first section it charges the committee with the responsibility to investigate improprieties in the presidential election of nineteen seventy two there is no limitation in the resolution to activities by the republican candidate as in the case of the investigation into allegations of misconduct by the president's re-election effort the investigation into allegations of misconduct in the campaigns of a number of democratic candidates was bipartisan it should be noted that improprieties in campaign financing were not limited to any particular candidate or party by fairly and objectively examining campaigns of all candidates we should be able to see more clearly that the trouble does not lie with any particular party rather it is the process by which we nominate and elect our president that is in need of remedy senator humphrey's campaign for the nineteen seventy two presidential election is the subject of this report analyses of still other democratic candidates follow it should not therefore be thought that senator humphrey's campaign apparatus has been singled out or that evidence of improprieties was not found in the others as discussed elsewhere in this report much of this report relates to contributions by dairy producers this agricultural enterprise looms large among senator humphrey's constituency it is natural and reasonable that he would be interested in their welfare the dairy producers found him to be a legislator of national stature and influence who was willing to listen to their problems in fact senator humphrey had been a consistent supporter of this constituency since nineteen forty nine the milk producers were willing to provide his campaigns with financial support and they were not uniformly particular about doing so by means of trusts which were legally established for making political gifts the desire of the cooperatives to support senator humphrey began much earlier than the period covered by this committee's mandate financial support was being given to the humphrey campaign for the presidency in nineteen sixty eight when their political action trusts were not yet in existence this report reveals that dairy cooperative corporate funds were funneled to the humphrey nineteen seventy two presidential campaign to the extent of at least twenty five thousand dollars an additional seventeen thousand two hundred and twenty five dollars was given by way of the dairy trusts the report examines senator humphrey's involvement in the pressure placed on the white house to increase the milk support price in march nineteen seventy one the report reviews financial mechanisms of the humphrey campaign prior to april seventh nineteen seventy two and questions of propriety and some other large gifts unrelated to the dairy industry alleged violations and irregularities occurring after april seventh nineteen seventy two have been the subject of treatment and public comment by the general accounting office it is intended that this exposition which was not meant to be exhaustive 
will contribute to the body of facts which must eventually induce the congress to enact meaningful reform in the financing of federal elections one corporate contributions to the 1972 presidential campaign of hubert h humphrey by associated milk producers incorporated valentine sherman and associates matter a summary the 1972 presidential campaign of Senator Hubert H. Humphrey received services worth $25,000 from Valentine, Sherman & Associates, VSA, a Minneapolis firm specializing in computerized political services, which were paid for with corporate funds of Associated Milk Producers, Incorporated, AMPI. Corporate funds of AMPI were also paid in 1971 to VSA for the benefit of various Democratic parties and Democratic candidates in several states for which VSA performed computer services, and the total amount paid VSA for the benefit of Senator Humphrey and other Democratic candidates and officials was $137,000. While involved officials in those states knew that AMPI was participating in the venture, there is no significant evidence that any of the officials were aware that corporate funds of AMPI paid VSA to support the projects in those states. Although AMPI itself eventually received some computer tapes, they were of no use or value to AMPI and were only provided to AMPI to establish a semblance of propriety. The evidence indicates that the initial contract between AMPI and VSA was drafted by Jack Chestnut, a Minneapolis lawyer who was Senator Humphrey's campaign manager in his 1970 senatorial race and his 1972 presidential campaign. Furthermore, there is evidence that Chestnut was informed in July 1971 that AMPI corporate funds were being used to pay VSA, and that, at a later time, he notified VSA that a $25,000 payment for the Humphrey campaign account would be made by AMPI. On January 24, 1974, Senator Irvin wrote to Senator Humphrey requesting that he meet with members of the committee staff concerning various allegations concerning the employment of corporate funds by Associated Milk Producers, Inc., and others. Thereafter, on February 7th, Senator Irvin wrote a follow-up letter, which was designed to provide certain specifics respecting the inquiries the committee wishes to make. After referring to the evidence of the payment of corporate funds of AMPI to Valentine Sherman and Associates for the benefit of the Humphrey campaign, Senator Irvin stated, We feel it necessary for a committee member to speak with you respecting these circumstances. Senator Humphrey responded to both letters on February 20th. Referencing the corporate funds paid to VSA by AMPI, Senator Humphrey said, let me say that neither at the time of the alleged transaction nor now do I have any knowledge concerning this particular matter. Because I know nothing about the transaction and have no records in my files relating to it, I see no point in inconveniencing any member of your committee to meet with me. Mr. Chestnut, his campaign manager, after first being interviewed by the committee staff, later refused to testify under oath in executive session on the grounds that his testimony might be self-incriminatory. A request to Senator Humphrey's office for production of records has not been fully met. The Federal Corrupt Practices Act makes unlawful the giving or receipt of corporate contributions to political candidates or committees, or the purchase with corporate funds of services to benefit political candidates or committees. B. Associated Milk Producers, Incorporated. Associated Milk Producers, Incorporated, AMPI, 
consists of approximately forty thousand dairy producer members in the southwestern central and upper midwestern states its headquarters are located in san antonio texas because federal statutes have forbidden the use of corporate assets for political contributions in nineteen sixty nine ampi established a trust to collect monies from participant donors almost entirely dairy farmer members and ampi employees and to make political contributions this trust was named the trust for agricultural political education tape in nineteen seventy two it was succeeded by c tape a more complete description of ampi and tape as well as of other dairy producers co-ops may be found at the beginning of chapter five of the select committee report on the milk fund c valentine sherman and associates vsa was formed as a partnership in nineteen sixty nine and was incorporated in nineteen seventy two its two initial partners were jack valentine and norman sherman sherman had been press secretary to senator humphrey when he was vice president for a time the firm specialized in providing computer services to political candidates who desired to locate voters favorable to their cause and induce them to the polls on election day the nineteen seventy senatorial campaign of hubert h humphrey was one of vsa's first clients vsa was subsequently employed by senator humphrey's nineteen seventy one seventy two presidential campaign during that campaign vsa billed the campaign organization for services in the total amount of two hundred and seventy thousand dollars included within this total were billings amounting to two hundred thousand dollars for computer services regarding the states of nebraska oregon florida and maryland as described in detail herein twenty five thousand dollars of this amount was paid by ampi from corporate funds and there is evidence that senator humphrey's campaign manager was aware of and promoted this payment d vsa's initial proposal to ampi vsa developed a procedure by which it could capture voter names and inclination and relevant demographic data which would be useful in the computerization of political mailings and for other political purposes it decided to market its services in this regard to various democratic candidates and state parties vsa hoped that it could persuade ampi to bear a large part of the cost of such work so there would be an appearance of a commercially useful product for ampi vsa proposed to provide ampi with computerized lists of rural residents which supposedly ampi could use in various commercial programs it might undertake such as selling insurance this was however a facade david parr consultant to the general manager of ampi testified that the documents surrounding the transaction which referred to commercial uses were bogus that ampi had no real interest in mailing lists and that the project was purely political harold nelson a former general manager of ampi testified that the primary motive was to help senator humphrey in his nineteen seventy two presidential campaign william connell executive assistant to vice president humphrey from nineteen sixty five to nineteen sixty nine stated it was his idea to stir the interest of organizations such as ampi in sharing the cost of vsa's political projects he stated however that he thought the ampi payments would be legal that is would come from trusts such as the trust for agricultural political education tape which was an adjunct of ampi in january of nineteen seventy one connell sent a letter to parr stating that jack valentine would be in louisville kentucky on january twenty ninth while senator humphrey spoke to a dairy group there 
and suggested that valentine make use of the occasion to present vsa's proposal to parr following the event in louisville mr and mrs parr connell and valentine flew to minneapolis in the company of senator humphrey either during this flight or while in louisville valentine discussed his proposal with parr valentine's pitch stressed the political benefit to candidates that the ampi expenditure would bring however no agreement was reached at that time also according to connell there was no mention then of any benefit for or commitment to the humphrey campaign connell said that while senator humphrey remarked that vsa did good work he was not involved in the discussion between valentine and parr valentine during this initial contact submitted a written proposal to ampi this proposal recites that vsa specialized in the use of computers in politics and that the end product is the oldest type of politics known locate and find your people and get them registered into the polls it explains that iowa kansas and nebraska had expressed an interest in vsa's services but needed financial assistance under the heading benefits to ampi the proposal argues that ampi financing of vsa services would give ampi tremendous political leverage while the proposal contends that ampi would have superior lists by which to help organize its membership it notes that all of the proposed states are critical to democratic victory in 72 e vsa's arrangements with ampi regarding services in various states it appears that during the ensuing months arrangements were made by which vsa with ampi support would provide political services to various democratic officials in the states of iowa kansas south dakota and oklahoma which in some instances were available for use in the presidential campaign an understanding of the arrangements regarding these states is helpful as background to the ampi contribution made to senator humphrey connell and ted van dyke who had also worked in humphrey's vice presidential office functioned as agents or finders for vsa with respect to these states the select committee has not established that any of these individuals in these four states who contracted for or received the benefits of vsa's work were specifically aware that the payments to vsa by ampi were made from corporate money the initiating force behind the iowa arrangement was van dyke the cost of this project was sixty thousand dollars fifty thousand of which was to be paid by ampi the evidence suggests that the work done in this state was for iowa democrats generally thus a letter from valentine to clark rasmussen a former iowa state party chairman at the hughes for president headquarters dated july thirteenth nineteen seventy one indicates that the project would benefit the iowa democratic party and all democrats despite the destination of the letter there is no evidence that vsa's work was done primarily to service senator hughes 1972 presidential effort valentine stated in this letter that a contract was not necessary and that he was proceeding on the basis of the ampi commitment vsa billed an iowa official for ten thousand dollars for this project on july 12 1971 van dyke was also the intermediary for the vsa project in south dakota for a senatorial campaign this was to cost twenty thousand dollars seven thousand of which would be paid by ampi according to sherman the campaign personnel were aware of the arrangement with ampi as noted however there is no evidence they were specifically aware that corporate money would be used in payment connell arranged the oklahoma project 
which was performed for the state democratic party ampi agreed to pay thirty thousand dollars which was one half the expense vsa retained the rights to the lists prepared for use in the nineteen seventy two presidential campaign the oklahoma project was begun with the intention of providing service to state candidates a letter from valentine to governor hall dated may fourteenth nineteen seventy one expressed appreciation for a previously held meeting and the hope that they could get together with ampi to get the project started a valentine memorandum of july twentieth nineteen seventy one states that certain state candidates would share in the project and finance it with ampi but a vsa proposal to governor hall dated july twenty first nineteen seventy one suggests that the list provided might be used by other democratic candidates the oklahoma project however was halted after the initial data accumulation and no payments were made to the vsa other than by ampi the kansas project was for the state democratic party its projected cost was fifty thousand dollars ampi paid twenty five thousand dollars as in oklahoma vsa reserved the right to use the lists created in the upcoming presidential campaign the project was discontinued after the initial data accumulation due to non-payment by the state party f the corporate payments by ampi on june fifteenth nineteen seventy one valentine wrote parr enclosing an invoice for the iowa project per instructions from van dyke valentine stated that if there were any questions about the invoice parr should contact valentine or van dyke in an apparent effort to expedite payment valentine called van dyke who assured him that ampi would pay valentine also called parr parr who said he had talked to nelson assured valentine that vsa would be paid by july thirtieth vsa received an ampi corporate check for twenty five thousand dollars on july thirtieth out of concern for the corporate nature of the check valentine said he called jack chestnut for legal advice according to valentine chestnut said that the check could be retained if ampi were to receive some computerized lists valentine stated that he and chestnut together then drafted a contract to be signed by vsa and ampi the contract indicates that services to be performed by vsa involved the compilation of lists of rural residents to be used by ampi in its commercial operations this contract was backdated to june tenth nineteen seventy one presumably because the initial invoice was dated june fifteenth nineteen seventy one valentine signed the contract and sent it to nelson and parr by cover letters dated august second and third respectively these letters specified that the contract enclosed was drawn by chestnut the wording of the contract notwithstanding valentine stated that chestnut and parr knew the twenty five thousand dollars he received by corporate check was for political work done in iowa after consulting with chestnut valentine deposited the ampi check august second chestnut when subpoenaed to testify before the committee under oath about his knowledge of the vsa ampi relationship asserted his privilege against self-incrimination and declined to testify he had previously been interviewed by the committee staff without oath on december thirteenth nineteen seventy three during this interview chestnut said he had some recollection that valentine told him the twenty five thousand dollar check had been received chestnut stated he told valentine that if the payment was for legal corporate work valentine could accept it 
chestnut said he has no recollection of being asked by vsa to draft any contract in this connection despite the fact the chestnut law firm file on vsa contains what appears to be a draft of an agreement between vsa and ampi relating to the provision of rural names this draft agreement however is substantially different from the june tenth contract when first observed in the chestnut law firm vsa file the draft agreement appeared just underneath an invoice to vsa for july in the amount of ninety one dollars the chestnut calendar relating to services performed contains an entry on july twenty ninth nineteen seventy one reflecting preparation of a milk contract for vsa nelson indicated in his testimony that chestnut was aware of the full parameters of the understanding between vsa and ampi and participated in its establishment as he testified we asked him chestnut to prepare the deal parr has no recollection of receiving the august third letter from valentine enclosing the contract he said that while some invoices from vsa may have been routed to him for approval it was nelson with whom valentine mainly dealt parr acknowledged that although vsa proposed to provide ampi with rural lists the primary purpose behind the ampi payments was to reduce the cost to various democratic party leaders of political work done by vsa he conceded that ampi expected to acquire political influence by paying portions of the costs democratic officials incurred for vsa's services during his testimony before the committee in executive session the following exchange occurred hamilton this contract was backdated to cover the payment of political monies for the work done in iowa and to cover the use of corporate money for political work done in other states in the future is that fair par I think that would be right. All payments made by AMPI to VSA, which eventually totaled $137,000, were paid from corporate funds. This figure includes not only payment for work done for Democratic leaders in Iowa, South Dakota, Oklahoma, and Kansas, but also the $25,000 paid by AMPI for VSA services rendered to the Humphrey presidential campaign, discussed below in detail. The following schedule sets out the payments made to VSA by AMPI. July 16, 1971, $25,000. August 25, 1971, $25,000. October 18, 1971, $7,000. November 15, 1971, $27,500. December 21, 1971 $25,500 December 29, 1971 $27,000 total $137,000 While certain invoices were contemporaneously submitted to achieve certain of these payments as discussed below a wholly new bogus set of invoices and letters reflecting these transactions was prepared by Valentine in 1972 Nelson's initials appear on certain of the VSA invoices, indicating that he approved payment to VSA. When Nelson was asked to explain the necessity for his approval of payment, he said it was to control this sort of political expenditures. He testified further, I recognize it as being illegal. End of section 1